By the way, you have to start the episode with jingle, like, with the, like, sleigh bells. Yeah! <laughs> oh, wait, you're doing this? Jesus. This isn't Christmassy enough. It's literally called that spirit of Christmas. Are you getting the spirit of Christmas with this? Alright, maybe a little bit. Wow, that's beautiful. Hold on. Let me do mine. Let me do my favorite. <laughs> wow, Ray Charles, man. He really opens up the episode like this. R.I.P. This is what I'm talking about. You want Christmas spirit? This is what they should have played. <laughs> Fucking young Michael, dude. <laughs> Who doesn't love young Michael? <laughs> so good. <laughs> young michael being able to sing that because i will even say this why is it that i don't hear that song enough but i hear mariah carey like Dude. every 10 seconds every on year. my radio it like starts right after thanksgiving actually probably right around thanksgiving it's, it's maybe probably, even before yeah i think it's probably the day before because everyone's usually done with thanksgiving by then yeah but and- I, you know, Mariah just doesn't do it for me because I've heard it so much. Yeah. Maybe if they were to, like, give it to me like a treat, I would be like, all right, this is nice. But because it's forced down my throat, I feel like I don't get the same the same type of feel out of it as I do listening to Little Michael, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. By the way, Joseph, Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas, dude. This is crazy. Two holiday-themed episodes this season. And boy, I'm a sucker for a Christmas special. Like, truly. What's crazy is I'm a sucker for everything that Lex does. Everything that Clark is with this episode, I thought was kind of silly. And I don't really get that it. Clark does? Yeah, yeah, that Clark is. Not, not with how Clark is with the whole, in Lex's world. But as far as Clark in the real world and everything him and Chloe are doing, I'm kind of like, ah, I'm bored. I get it's a good uh, feeling, good moment type of deal, but I, I don't know. I just wasn't in it. Did you find his first appearance with Santa? <laughs> no, so I was just looking up popular Christmas comics with Superman. But is there is there one? Is that it? I believe that would be their first time together. Uh, the only one that I truly remember, it doesn't count, but it's a Batman issue, would be Batman number... 27 and that's where it's him and santa on the cover it's an old golden age book i'll always remember that as far as with superman what's funny is one of my favorite covers from him is not a christmas but a new year's mm-hmm. i love the new year's one because it's on each side on the left he's holding an old man on the right he's holding a little baby oh. and the old man says all right time to drop him superman it's his turn now because it's his year Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, no, one of my favorite covers. Um, Yeah, Santa Claus' first comic book appearance was alongside Superman. So I guess he was DC official with Superman. What issue are we talking here? Um, About to get there. It is... Action Comics, duh. It's always got to be... Let me go back here because it showed me right here. See, I keep saying, wait, Joseph... Do you have this one? No. 
Joseph, no. The reason why I never knew, and now that I have found this, this is actually the first time I've ever seen this book. It's a single issue. Just one? It's one single Christmas special. Like Superman's Christmas Adventure number one. They did it in 1940. 40. To save Christmas, Superman battles to defend jolly old Saint Nick himself, Santa Claus. They did a promotional issue. Holy shit. <laughs> Blown Holy away right now. Holy shit. No, dude, I'm looking up how much it's going to cost me. Hold on. This is nuts. I've never seen this book, which actually doesn't bode well for the price. <laughs> how much is it? So like a couple bucks? Yeah, a couple bucks. No way. Dude, the lowest one is 1500 <laughs> 3.0. A 6.5 is attempting to sell for... Oh, but this one's in 1944. It's not even the original. 3.0 original Superman Adventure is attempting to be sold for 2K right now. Jesus Christ. It's 1940, dude. I'm not even shocked. Well, there is a 1944 one. Volume 2. Yeah, that was the Volume 2. The other one, that was the 5,000. So is that supposed to be like a, rem uh, like a remaster or is it like an extension? You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, no. I know, I know exactly what you're saying right now. Hold on, hold on. Let's. Because look, this is it. It doesn't even tell tell me a next one. It's just the the adventure number one, Superman's Christmas Adventure number one, and then you have Superman's Christmas Adventure, 1944. They had to have done two different stories. It is a different cover. Look at this one. Yeah, it had to be two different stories that they did. Dude, I'm gonna have to buy that. I'm gonna have to show Michael. Michael's gonna freak out. And he loves Christmas. He loves Christmas covers. But the thing is, it's not Batman, so he may like get a little pissed. But that's nuts. Very fucking cool though. Yeah. That was really cool. But yeah, welcome to the Somebody Save Me podcast Christmas special. Because we're now on Christmas. Recording a little early technically as far as holiday time, but hey, guess what? Tis the season. Make sure you celebrate the right holiday. But yeah, we're the two nerdy idiots. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, Joseph and Taylor back again to do a little review of Season 5, Episode 9, Lexmas. What's your favorite Christmas movie? In Smallville. Um, favorite Christmas Favorite Christmas movie? movie of all time. Oh. Yeah. That I could just, could just watch? Yeah, no forever. matter what. If it's on, it's like you, you have to be able to do it. Hmm. Man, <laughs> that's hard, bro. There's so many good ones. Mine's like Home Alone One and Two is just phenomenal. Um, I was gonna say Home Alone One, but Home Alone Two when you're in New York, even better. The thing is, though, with some of the things that he did in the second movie, I'm pretty sure those burglars would be dead. They should have been done the first one. <laughs> the first one, I'm going to buy a little bit more. They would just be Actually, really right, badly Because he was injured. throwing bricks at them on the second one. And also, he fell down two stories, I think, when he put that big hole in the damn ground. <laughs> he electrocuted someone from the sink. But, remember, he was able to throw the rock at the toy store because the toy owner gave him the turtle doves. The two turtle doves. The two, you know what? I think you should go with the two turtle doves. You can get them as a set. And that way you can give them to somebody else that feels special to you. So beautiful. And then he gives it to the homeless woman that he'll never see again. Great. He loves her. Who is she? 
<laughs> the pigeon lady. All right. But she smells like pigeon shit. <laughs> Piss and shit or pigeon shit? Does she need a turtle dove or a shower? <laughs> Here, Merry Christmas. Here's a turtle dove. I need food. I only have this bird feed. <laughs> She's roasting a pigeon. She should have not been fat. No. Unless, <laughs> what is she eating? Pigeons. The pi- <laughs> That's some lean meat, dude. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay, so I was still trying to think, man. Like, there's just way too many good Christmas movies. Like, even like, I mean, we were just talking about Christmas Carol. Like, lots of versions of that are just so fucking good. I'm a sucker for the Christmas Carol movies. Like, any type of interpretation of those is great. I think mine's just easy because it's biased, considering I proposed to Megan during Elf. Damn, Elf is good, too. Uh, the first half of Elf, because the second half, whenever they're in the park and all that, it's okay, but it slows down. The first half of Elf is absolutely flawless. I think it is so... Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> that... <laughs> he reaches over to answer the phone. When the assistant comes back into the office, when Buddy goes the second time dressed in a suit, Hi! Hi, do you remember me? Yeah, I'm dressed in this. Look, I'm here to work. Grinch. Jim Carrey's one, yes. Oh, my God. I will actually say this. You ever seen The Holiday? Yeah. It is really good. And I told Megan why it's really good. And please, if you're out there, I want you to watch it just so you can... How weird I am on why I love it. Every single time there's a serious moment or, like, a cute scene, there's music in the background that plays. And it's like... And it's so good because it's so uplifting. And Megan became obsessed with it because I pointed <laughs> it out every time. That's really cool. Uh, you you need to check out The Holiday just to watch those little moments and listen to the music. Just friends, bro. All right. Numero that- uno. Number one Christmas film. Just friends. Fuck, man. OG Santa Claus, though. Really good. Oh, we have a little bit of that in this uh, episode. We kind of do. Yeah. So I'm excited Tim to be able. Allen, to, I'm excited to be able to get into that. Tim Allen doesn't make an appearance, but almost. <laughs> Jack Frost. You know a movie I don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> a Frost, dude. You know a movie I don't like. Edward Scissorhands. You know it's crazy because it is a Christmas movie, but I never really watch it at Christmas time. You know why? Because it's not that good. It's because it's kind of depressing. Yeah. You're supposed to accept somebody that's different. I would never accept that guy. That guy has daggers (laughs) for fingers. Can't near my kid. My kid could get cut. It's true. You would never be able to do anything with anybody. Let me hug you. Get away. Dude, that's about it on the Christmas movies, man. Like, I guess you could, yeah, Batman Returns, sure. I'm not counting that. (laughs) Why, dude? Okay, well, what about... The only good thing about that is Catwoman. Because she is absolutely flawless. So hot. And also, um, I need to remember the actress' name. I should click on it, because i got to remember her name. Cause I Michelle give, Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer. i got to give her the props for it. The scene where she does the mannequin heads with the whip, she did it in one take. Really? Yes, and they actually have a clip of a behind-the-scenes of her doing it, and she then does the skip away... After doing an absolute perfect scene, everybody, direct Tim Burton, everybody, gives her a standing ovation, starts clapping. Like, it's incredible how good she was. Wow. Never knew that. 
And that's why it kind of sucks for Anne Hathaway and even Zoe. So I, I, I love Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, dude. sorry. We were just talking about Saldana. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I, fine. She's still a little too small for me because I need her to be able to, let me believe that she can beat up some bad guys. Anne Hathaway, though, and her, you just can't compare. Michelle no, Pfeiffer has y'all destroyed. They're all different cat women. She says meow, and the <laughs> store blows up. <laughs> meow. But Dude, I, we're not even talking about Smallville. Right? <laughs> it's fine. It's Christmas. This it's is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, give us what we want. We didn't yeah. need it. Christmas. Tis the season. You know, I really wanted to dive deep almost and ask you, oh, favorite like Christmas TV specials. Like TV specials. All right, it can't be that 70s show because that one was just sad. What, dude? I thought you were going to say Lexmas. No, I wasn't going to say Lexmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, look. Sorry. Yeah, this is uh, Lexmas, and it's very much Christmas time. And we're going to have a lot of things to talk about. Apparently, Taylor has a really good take on this episode. I'm excited to hear about it. Been hearing about it for two days. Anticipation is very high right now well what's crazy about this is that a lot of people and i won't get into spoilers until the reveal because the reveal happens really quick but a lot of people were upset with this episode because they were like oh oh my god they suck together they should never be together why is this happening people were really against it saying how weird it was that they don't like our two love interests in this episode being together I completely disagree, and I cannot wait to actually put my stamp of approval oh, on the couple, God. because that is what's going to happen. And here's the spoiler. I'm not talking about Chloe and Clark. I'm so pumped. God, we just got to get started, because I want to hear that shit and get it over with already. So here we are, Somebody Save Me podcast. Thank you again for listening. Let's go. Again, we had the Ray Charles song opening up. We're in Granville, Kansas. This is where Ryan used to live, dude. Okay, what a connection. <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, is that this is where he lived with that couple? That then like used him to then go and rob? Granville, right? That that's He's no, didn't he have an aunt? Who lived in Granville? It was her. He had an aunt. No, 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 sorry. She was Ed City. She was Ed City. Okay. Someone lived in Granville, though. I'm about to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not off on this. Someone definitely was there. All right. Who else is there? Granville. Wait, they just even said Edge City. Near Smallville, Edge City, and Metropolis, and within the metro area. Granville is the home of Joseph Willowbrook. Is that what it is? Is that where we've heard it from? Current residents, John... Oh, Alicia moved to Granville. She moved to Granville. That's what it was. That's why we're able to remember. Sarah also moved to Granville. Sarah? Yeah, where she's now torturing people with their <laughs> dreams because she was the Pete real villain. Pete Dinsmore, after the death of his daughter, Pete moved to Granville and set up his cloning experiments. Man, that guy, re- with Emily, that guy really has problems. That guy probably, if... 
no offense, but like if I'm him, I'm killing myself. Like <laughs> he just had so many things wrong. So now let's get back to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we pull up to Granville, and Lex is in his nice ass car in the most sketchy alleyway. Here. Why is he here by himself? Yeah. I, why do we not have like security or I, something? Dude? I get like that you're tough and you're wanting to like be like show that you're a badass but the moment you're pulling up and there's fire in all these trash cans yeah and we pull up into like some type of pipeline area and Lex is meeting up with some dude it's this black guy when we find out his name is griff and this is the grift he was talking to uh, a couple episodes ago or last episode whatever and he was yelling at him saying get it done yeah. and that's when lionel walked in and started talking shit to him mm-hmm. so yes we have heard this name first time he's introduced I have kind of a problem with why he's here, though. Yeah, and he's here because uh, when he gets mad, he's like, we couldn't meet in the mansion. It's like, nah, man, you want to utilize my skills, so what do you want? You want me to create it, or you want me to find it? You come to my sewer, all right? Yeah. This is where I live, Lex. You come to my home. Yeah, is this like where the Ninja Turtles live? Or I don't what? know. I thought he was Spike from X-Men Evolution <laughs> <laughs> down there. No, dude, that would be Toad. No, uh, that was when he... I'm blanking on the names. Starts with an M. That's when... Morlocks. God. Morlocks. That's what I thought we were hinting at. Instead, Joseph, the reason why I have a problem with this and why you deserve to lose if you're Lex. Bro, you need to hire someone to get dirt on John. You can't be John straight up. John's hated. No one likes John. Um, no, dude. Everyone likes John. Hey, if I'm Lex, you know what I do? I attack you for selling me the factory. I attack you because your friend Jack cheats and kills strippers. So I would be throwing all of these things out to you. And yet... I Jack ha- didn't kill a stripper. He might as well have. <laughs> and I have to believe, though, that Lex can't do it by himself. He has to hire Griff. To either dig up the dirt or make up the dirt. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> this is a little too much. Yeah, now Lex is, but apparently Lex is hesitating on the deal. Because Griff is like, you know, your old man wouldn't hesitate. And he's like, well, I just want to kind of go and lay out all my options first. He's like, what's the matter, Lex? Holiday spirit got you a little sentimental? You drove all the way down here just to say maybe? Yeah, you can say maybe. <laughs> Like, it's like, my father gets wind that we met. You're not going to make it to New Year's, Griff. Okay, we just provided a death threat, or what? I think it's more like, stop running your mouth where people can hear, because we're in the sewer, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I don't know. <laughs> and now we got some weird gangbangers pulling up to the alleyway. Lex is trying to get back in his car, and we got, apparently, this random guy who is in the Ninja Storm. He was the, bl- the Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger. Wow. Blue Ranger Ninja Storm here. And he uses guns now because he doesn't have his morpher. Right. So right. doesn't have his morpher yet. I I don't understand this either. No, no, no. This is cool. So like <laughs> Lex is like, hey, I don't want any trouble, guys. Like, no, 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 no. Give me your shit. He's doing that, by he the way. He literally is. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll give you my wallet. And so it's like in Batman Begins, dude. He's like, hey, it's fine. It's fine. Take it easy. You can have the wallet. Doesn't something drop, though? And then there's well, like a panic. The yeah. And he's like. It's fine. Pick it up. It's fine. It's fine. It's like I said jewelry too. 
Yeah, Bruce, I just killed your parents. What's up? Well, I think he tries to grab it, and then he, like, stops him, and then he shoots. Well, so he drops the wallet, and he's like, it's fine. He's picking it up, and he's like, he looks at the pearls on Mom, and is like, I said jewelry, too, and he points the gun, but then Thomas then yes. reacts too quickly and gets in front of her, and that's when he just shoots him, and he's like, okay, well, I shot you. I gotta shoot her. Lex didn't react, and instead... The crazy bitch just, like, shoots him twice. He gets shot in the back. Yeah. Is that even the guy who's pointing the gun in front of him? I was like, dude, you really should get a new girlfriend. <laughs> She's going to get you in trouble. I was like, yo. And, yeah, he gets shot. He's, like, handing the wallet over and shoots. And he's, like, turns around. And she's like, yeah, I just did that. And he's like, shit. Then that dude shoots. I think she shoots again? She shoots twice. He, he doesn't sh- shoot once. He shot in the back. Yeah. So probably hit his spine. It's Shoulder, chest area, and in the back. Shoulders, chest, knees, and toes? Yeah. Head, knees and toes, knees and toes. Knees knees and and toes. toes. Yeah. <laughs> so then Lex, obviously, it looks like he just passes out from the injury. And then he wakes up and already looks like a very bright fantasy type of setting. We have a daydream type thing because it's always our big it's all light. Hazy, yeah. bright. Like the contrast and the, the, the saturation is really up here. But now we're getting woken up. In bed with Lana. Come on, Dad. And then Get a kid up. hops in. Oh, yeah. You promised pancakes. You can't complain, Lex. You can't complain. You better give him pancakes. Come on, sweetie. Just do it. They Lana kiss. gets up. She's pregnant. She says, "Come on, Alex. Let's go." And remember, so a little kid is named Alex. Yes. And remember, Lex, you promised that you would not only make him pancakes, but you have to take him to get a tree later. She walks away. Lex is now left in this room by himself. He is feeling his stomach where he got shot. Lifts up the There's shirt. Scars. We see the scars. So is this just a future thing, or is this a daydream? What is really happening right now? Lex is even just as confused as us. Yeah, and he goes to the restroom. And now we're kind of in like a dark blue area almost. But he looks in the mirror and he sees now his mom. After looking for some uh, preparation H. <laughs> preparation H. Why don't you just call it preparation ass cream ass? <laughs> you want some ice cream? Yes, yes I, I want would love ch- chocolate ass cream. Perhaps later. Perhaps later. <laughs> Man, so yeah, we have, um, so she's played Lillian Luther for a little while now, but her, um, damn, what is her name? Just had it. Well, and what's crazy is that not only do we have Lillian back, but he now thinks, oh, I'm dead? She actually acknowledges, no, Lex, you're not dead. No, this is just, you're just very much alive, but this is where, um... This is what would have happened if you made all the right choices. How is this? I'm I'm dreaming, right? And he is now putting the water in his face, and he is still confused. It's no dream, Lex. This is your life. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand. This, This can't be. This isn't real. It is real, Lex. As real as you want it to be. What does that mean? All this can be yours if you make the right choices. Notice she's wearing the pearls, dude. Oh, wait, is that Martha? Ooh. Why did you say that name? <laughs> what do you mean, Mom? What are you talking about? Oh, disappears. But now we go back to the alleyway. So now we are seeing that Lex apparently is still alive, but he's unconscious. He on would the f- be bleeding out. He's bleeding out right now. Nobody in that street would help. No <laughs> one's on the street like... 
he's gonna die. Also, the mom is Allison Down, and yeah, she's played Lillian Luther a couple times now, so she's back. I won't get into it quite yet. I'll wait until we have a little bit more of interaction between them. But a lot of people were really disturbed by Lana and Lex now having children together, where this is a future that you could suggest Lex wants. Yeah. But Lana, with fans, would never do this. Right. Here's my thing about this. And just to kind of hint at it a little bit on why they are so great. Lana, we have said in the past and in previous episodes, her and her boy troubles, where it seems like she wants a nice guy face, like at face value, where behind the scenes, this person is truly a bad person. But you don't have to tell her the bad things that you do because Lana doesn't ask questions. Right. Lana just wants to take face value as it is. Lana also wants to be taken care of. Lana also doesn't want to have to worry about anything, just wants to stay in Smallville, have her own family, not progress. She literally just wants a roof over her head and food. So with her being with Lex and why it's crazy to me, it makes sense. I put in the notes, this is ridiculous. I was really uncomfortable when I first saw the opening scene. But as I kept thinking, it works. Lana is horrible. You have to peel back layers in order to see her terribleness, but it's still there to realize she's just kind of a selfish human being. Mm -hmm. We've said before, Lana and Clark don't tell each other everything or anything. Who is she now starting to open up to? Her and Lex. It's weird that the relationship between them is already more than what her and Clark ever was. Yeah. The spaceship reveal is more of a reveal than anything. It's exactly a parallel with how they are with each other and then how they are with others, like how Clark is with Lois and then how Lex is with Lana. With Lana and Clark, if they are together... Or Lana, how how she is with Lex. They do not progress. Mm -hmm. If they are separate, they progress into the lives that they want. (sighs) Lex, also, this is why it's even crazy to me, Lana being pregnant. And I, what I actually hated Getting about filled up. What I hated about the kid is that his name was Alex. And I go, what kind of like conceited pieces of shit? And then I thought, Lana is pregnant with a girl. How much do you want to bet that little girl's name will be Lana? They are both cocksuckers. <laughs> they are both the biggest douchebags. You really think they'd name her Lana? I would bet you a hundred dollars, a million dollars, they are going to name her Lana. Show me the million. I'll do it. It's Damn! In a, it's in a briefcase. Not as big as you thought. But that's what they would do. They both are douchebags. She'd probably name the child after her mom. Tell me the middle name isn't Lana. No, it'd be Clark. Because <laughs> you can make that a girl name. I don't think it... Clarky? No, like with the E at the end or something? Clarky? There's definitely girls that are named Clark. You gotta show me a girl named Clark. I don't think... Maybe a last name, sure, but never first Look, this will make you happy, dude, because I saw it pop up. Oh, yeah. What's that? Stop. You're turning me on. (laughs) But, yes. So, I'm actually understanding why Lana and Lex should be together. Yeah. There are things that 
don't make too much sense to me. But right now, with them being his couple, looking back on it, it makes sense. Now let's continue. It's a good take, honestly, because I kind of agree. It, it does make sense. Like, really getting down to it. Think yeah. about how she has been, yeah. the guys she has chosen, they are all like Lex. You know what the difference is? Lex has power, money, and And he always judges, too. She's still dating the quarterback. It, it's everything Lana has wanted. Mm-hmm. So now we go to the Ken house. We are uh, present time still in the normal reality and john and martha get into the holiday spirit we're baking cookies we're just uh arguing about how i hate you're running for senator and john's like martha just stop it's christmas time can we please just give it a rest like just just talk about family and fun and spirit and let me steal a cookie right in front of you oh my god stop biting into my cookie you know i want a big one (laughs) Now we got an angel on the top of the tree, and there, she's perfect. Yes, she is. And Clark is just staring at Lana as Lana is putting that angel on top of the tree, coming down, and her and Clark are spending Christmas together. And here's the other thing. I don't buy them. I don't buy them at all anymore together. I don't remember. Is Nell's name? Why, why does she say Mel? M- Melanie? <laughs> I think they... I Hold on. She forgot about her name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Aunt Nell. What's her fucking real name? It could have been Nell. Maybe the just, subtitles Yeah, wrong. they just heard it as Mel. That's happened before. Eleanor. Ugh. No Wait, wonder. why is she called Nell? L. <laughs> Eleanor. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work at all, actually. <laughs> I was like, no, you're being ridiculous. And now I'm like, wait, you would call her L. Or even like Laney or something. Like, you know what or I mean? Or Ellie? Yeah. You wouldn't call her Nell. <laughs> Maybe that when Lana was a child, she could only pronounce it that way. It's like when you name someone Richard and you can call him Dick. Yeah, but that's in. See, what's funny is. I would usually think that's like hilarious because I'm really immature. Right. But Dick Grayson <laughs> has made that m- name so fucking amazing that I'll never, if I name my child Dick, I feel like that I've actually done him a favor because I would name him Dick Grayson Bonham. No, you would name him Alexander and call him Lex. If he was evil. You know what? I'm <laughs> probably going to change Oliver's name here soon to Lex. So, yeah, no, I feel you on the, like, it just doesn't feel real. Like, they don't. Like, yeah. I don't it's like, like it. The past few episodes, it's all been lies. It's like, but yeah, thank you, Clark, for saving me from another plastic store-bought holiday. Because apparently, she said, usually it's just me and Nell at, on the holidays. But now it isn't. We don't talk to Nell anymore. Apparently, they fell out on bad terms. Uh, I because would... if we remember right, yes. Nell was really horny. Needed to get away from Lana because she never wanted her. Never. And I, she wanted her own life. Remember when we had worst and best parent that year? Or Nell that won. season? Nell won worst parent. Yes. And Dean was disgusting. Dean was not cool. No. Instead, he was like, hey, you should rearrange this place this way, bitch. Yeah, I noticed your coffee shop is lacking a few things. <laughs> um, your, your aunt said you own it. <laughs> Can we do it better? 
Dane was awful, but obviously Nell loves the awful men. She was first attracted to John. So now and Lana took took after Nell. Yes, which explains the bad choices of men, but that's what I mean. They had to follow each other's footsteps. She had a Kent at one point, so she had to get a Kent. Boom. And for some reason, the Kents aren't that great. They're a great hookup, but not great long term. They sure can't pack a punch, huh? <laughs> oh! You talking about their dick? Like they pound? Dick punch. Pound town. Pound town. <laughs> So the phone starts ringing in a nice little Christmas jingle, and Chloe's on the phone. Lana's like, ha tell her I said happy holidays, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, yeah, what's up, Chloe? All right, so I need you to do me a favor. Before we get to the favor, all of a sudden we're now in the Metropolis. Or not, where are we in Metropolis? She doesn't even ask for a favor. She's like, uh, I need to tell you something. Is this Metropolis Hospital? Um, no. Or is this supposed to be Smallville Hospital because we have the same doctor, but he wouldn't been transported all the way to Smallville. Yeah, Dr. Scanville or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have been transported all the way to Smallville, right? I don't know. Just the location of the gunshot. We have the same doctor in Smallville. Let's just say he's there then. So that's <laughs> Lex, gunshot wounds. They are now trying to get him to wake Dr. Yeah, he's on the gurney. He's, yeah. Shines a light in his eye. We are now going back. Flashing back to the alternate reality. We're going to call it Lexmas. Well, okay. We'll, we'll call, call it his alternate. We're now back to Lexmas. Yes. So we're walking out the house. Lex is still so confused. He seems so out of his element because he's carrying the baby car seat, the kid car seat. He's coming out. And then Lana's like, hey, uh, we got we got to hurry up. Go do this stuff because we got the Kent party at six. Well, and it's like, oh, the Kents. Whoa. The Kents. What? Party. And then and then even Lana's like, look, and I know you'd like to go crazy with Christmas. Remember, we're on a budget, Lex. OK, he's like, what? A budget? Gross. Lex, your dad canceled your card seven years ago. You better just accept being this middle class. All right? It's a great time. Strike one for me with the whole, this is Lex's fantasy. This is coming from Lex's point of view. This is what he wishes. Lionel would cut him off if he did not take over the business. Completely agree with that point. Let's keep going. All right. And so, yeah, so we're packing up the car. Honestly, Lex looks cool, man, just as an everyday average guy, man. He's got some good threads on. Tell me they don't look good together. It's weird. <laughs> like, it's not like that's what I mean. For some reason, I'm into this. I actually like this scene of him being a family guy and her being a mom. Why I, do I like this? I hate it. Why? It's so gross. It's normal. Look at them. But it's not overdone. Usually it would. Clark and her would be crying for like look, five minutes before he got in the car. No awkwardness either. It's like, look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mention the budget thing. It's just like, I know you like to make it the best for us. And that's part of why I love you so much. So apparently Lex, even though he's cut off, he still likes to spend his money. He wants to spoil his family. Kind of a nice guy. Yeah, kind of a great dad. Great dad. Yeah. Where Better than Lionel. I don't know. <laughs> And don't talk about MVP like that. But with her then saying, all right, sweetie, be back in time. He is now looking inside the car. His son is like, hey, dad. Yeah, and he's like looking at him like, this is my kid. It's funny. He just reminds me of Matthew McConaughey and Tropic Thunder. At least you get to choose yours. <laughs> he sees this fat kid. He's like, that's crazy. At least you get to choose your kids. Still thinking about adoption? At least you get to pick yours. Why is Matthew McConaughey so great in that? Because like, you know why? What do you mean they didn't get you your TiVo? 
that was part of the deal. That was part of the con. Maybe you should read the contract. That's, al- that's also why Tom Cruise is the goat. So we're like in a Volk, like a station wagon. Like I don't even know what you want to call this. But his son burps. Lex is like, I smelt that, and then he turns around. And his kid's just smiling at him. Now they are driving to the tree the tree market like yeah. the outdoor tree market where this is like a typical thing like they got the natural trees all posted up and what's cool is like they're really having a dad and son moment here i kind of really fucking like Dude, this part. like this I, whole scene's really nice like, actually i really like this moment which is why it's weird they're just like you come to the scene and they're just both they staring up, exactly the same hands, hands in pockets, pockets just looking at the tree like wow and then lex is like wow wow is right man honestly but lana said oh sorry your mom said that oh whoa clark hey man what's up i fucked this kid (laughs) (laughs) he just completely runs away from alex poor alex but yes he sees clark who by the way what's with the clothes clark what's with the nice little scarf Um, you've got there job dude they mention it he just got the promotion he just got the promotion but he's like hey i've been meaning to talk to y'all like i've been wanting to see y'all it's like why are you a father again yeah yeah birth yeah he's like oh no 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 just uh not not yet and then Clark's like, okay. I was just, uh, oh, Uncle Clark, Uncle Clark, make me fly. Which is cool. Hey, I Clark, missed you. He's like, dude, I missed you, man. What's up? And he starts taking him flying. And he's like, sorry, I haven't been around lately. The things have been crazy at the planet. And then Chloe over here with her long hair is like, oh, yeah, he's just been promoted. Full-fledged reporter now. So they're, they're totally Metropolis babes now. Are you sure? That was the one thing I was kind of confused with. Are they together? Chloe and Clark. Uh, oh. They don't necessarily seem like any different than what they are in the real world, if I'm being honest here. And should we mention here now that apparently it was intentional to not say Chloe's name in the Lexmas. In the Lexmas whole uh, daydream? Yeah, That's Holly Harold, who wrote the script, apparently it was intentional to not say her name because she was kind of like playing with the fans a bit because she, apparently the writers and all that know about all the theories. They read the shit. And so there's a big Clois theory was that when Chloe Sullivan being an original Smallville character that was created, that eventually the theory was that she would eventually become Lois Lane. But obviously that wouldn't work now. But, but that they was don't- the theory. But they don't necessarily seem like they're together. And so, yeah, to go back to this is that now that you point that out, because we'll go further, because I don't know if there's other hints, but like you really don't see them. Like I don't think they hold hands. I don't think they kiss. Yeah. Like, I think they just act like they normally would. But it just seems like. But uh, again, not- Clark's a lover boy, dude. I don't think he'd be single at this point in time. I'm completely with you. The only reason why I'm still questioning it, though, is if they both work at the Daily Planet. And they, he just got a promotion, and their co-workers now, they would be spending all the time in the world together. They would. And this is obviously their hometown, so they're coming in town for the yeah, holidays. Yeah, and they would be going to the same party. I, I don't know. Because Chloe's not hanging out with Gabe. And Gabe the, the Critter at Christmas the time. Lois, dude? Who cares? Gabe Whoa. the Critter during Christmas time is the worst. <laughs> Gabe the Where's holiday, my presents? The holiday Critter. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, so um, but Chloe says like, "Hey, I've got some pretty big news too. My book's being published in January." Oh, so she's writing books now. He's like, yeah, they love the idea of the Luther Corp expose with a complete anonymous tell-all source. So, thank you so much, Lex. Honestly, like, I literally couldn't have done without you. Really appreciate it. Like giving love, bro. 
So Lex apparently spilled all the beans with Luther Corp. He said, fuck this place. Yeah, publish it all. And Chloe is definitely going to, especially when you're a decade retired. I'm going to assume, so 2012, we are now, what, eight years? That's right. We are 2012, yes. apparently, in Lexmas. Decade retired at the Torch. We're now eight years at the DP, and we are now going to be a published author. I'm just saying, Chloe's life, we're moving up. Clark's life, moving up. 2012, I was a junior slash senior in high school. It's crazy to me. Lana got her dream. Clark is getting his dream. This is how their lives should be. Let's keep going. I don't know how I feel with Chloe's longer hair. Like it, cause it looks, I don't like it. It looks fake. Yeah, yeah no, no. The extensions don't look natural. good. I wish it was natural. I think it'd look better if it was natural. But so then, and then Alex screams, Dad, look. Lex looks at the tree. He's like, this one's awesome. <laughs> he's like, this one's huge. And now we're going back. And you can kind of see that Lex is like slightly like, grinning like while he's sleeping yeah so he's having a nice little dream but we're back in the present day outside of lexmas lana walks in like what happened what's wrong with you my son and so he thinks he's like awake <laughs> whereas the doctor's like oh here we go scanlon sorry dr scanlon's like what's happening doctor's like well your son's been shot um lionel's really bothered and really concerned right now he's really concerned yeah he's like fortunately his life is no longer in danger but I'm afraid he's going to be paralyzed from the chest down. Holy shit. Lionel immediately then looks at Lex, and then the doctor is still explaining he had some internal bleeding that's falling into the spine. Yeah, blood clotting on the uh, spine. And he says if he'll be able to walk. It's like if. Like, no, 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 no. We are going to be having the surgery. Yeah, we're doing it now. Because he questions, the doctor says, if he were to have surgery, he may not survive. And that's when Lionel says if fuck that you're not a good doctor my son is going to walk and he says get me dr litvak so where were we we still don't know like are we a smallville general yeah i I never knew what hospital we were located at and maybe he is in smallville where now we're being transported to the metropolis hospital where lionel knows the doctor because remember it said granville is part of it's a metroplex type of thing okay so maybe granville like airlifted to smallville general or maybe the closest emergency center yeah Either way, he's now going to Metropolis for sure. So, I got to ask you, because I put down this in the notes as the question of, with Lionel then saying, because the doctor warned him, this could be a life-threatening surgery, he may not make it out, but it would help him walk. Yeah. And the doctor recommends don't do it. Yeah, because it's too risky. He's like barely stable. Lionel says, screw you, he's going to walk again. Now, my question to you is, is this Lionel being bad to roll the dice on try kill Lex, or is this Lionel actually being concerned saying Lex would never accept himself if he was paralyzed? Mm -hmm. Lex would never accept his life if he was in a wheelchair, and like he really wouldn't. That's how I completely looked at this. If anything, honestly, he might become more evil if he got paralyzed like that. Charles Xavier, except reverse. Yeah, (laughs) dude. But... That's, I was a little bit like, it's, I understand where Lionel is Because doing. what we've seen from Lionel, that's what makes you question it the most. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, wait, Lionel, are you good now? Like, are you really concerned, like, about your son, everything around you? Or is it a matter of, like, because what they bring up later is also a good point. Like, oh, because what Lex tells him, like, oh, you just couldn't stand the side of your son being weak, like, type I of thing. I think that would have been from both sides. Not spoiled, but I think that would have been from both. Yeah. No, I do. You I, would think that yeah. too, Lex. Yeah. 
But I think it, it, it's because of the context and at the time of what's happening, he's still thinking about Lexmas. Let me ask you this, though. If he were to wake up paralyzed and the doctors told him or Lionel told him that there was a 5%, 10% chance if you had surgery, you'd walk again. Lex would have looked at Lionel and said, you wanted me to be this, didn't you? Lex, no matter what, would have blamed Lionel. That's true. And also to point out, we are now in an exact parallel here because Lex had to do the same thing with Lionel in Vortex Season 2. Yeah, but that was premiere. about blind. Yeah, being so, blind. Uh, life-threatening surgery with blindness is a little different than you're paralyzed from the chest down. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, he had, uh, he had to call the shots. Like, oh, we're going to do the risky operation? Yeah. Lionel still came out blind. Let's go to more proof on why Clark and Lana seem weird. All right. So we're at the Daily Planet now, the DP. And Chloe's over here is like, look, so got a great response for everything. Like the, So we got this toy drive going and like, well, the presents were supposed to be delivered, but the Teamsters are on strike for Christmas Eve. So kind of need some help. He's like, wait, so you didn't call FedEx. You called me. It was like, well, you run faster than a speeding bullet, Clark. It's like, come on. on the, all those underprivileged children, they're not going to get their gifts. Chloe, you didn't have to go there. Now you're making me feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> it was a really great cause, not to mention saving my career because of what I, I the strings I had to pull. It was like, look, I promised Lana. I was like, I'm sure she'll understand, Clark, or at least whatever you tell her, like you make up for her. <laughs> Please, come on. And he's like, all right, I'll help out. I'll deliver a few on my way to the party. <laughs> you're my hero. Okay, cool. I knew you'd come through. You ready? Now she shows him a whole fucking office load of presents. And Clark is like, God damn it. Chloe. How Chloe, long would this, this take isn't him? Toys, this isn't Toys for Tots. This is Toys R Us. How long would this take him? I don't know. I think it would take him 30 minutes. Unless he doesn't know directions. That'd probably be his biggest and challenge yeah, there. Is finding out the addresses for how many toys there are. I kind of actually understand, Clark. What I do enjoy, though, is after he agrees, Chloe says, you're Santa. Puts this hat on him, takes a photo, and says, I love this. And he's now we get a bird's eye view. This man, Clark, is speed running everywhere. He's going to offices, going to apartments, condos, whatever, houses, and... And yeah. then he stops at a house, and fat ass over here is like, you know what? I'm hungry. Um, I would definitely do that, too. Eat the cookies, drink the milk? Absolutely, because then that'll make the kids even more excited about what it. What if you're the parent, though? What do you think happened? <laughs> you know what it becomes? It becomes like a couple fight type of thing. Like It's like, oh, you did this? Good job. I didn't do this. I, I thought this was you. It's like, okay, stop. Like, <laughs> Stop lying about it. It's like, no, really? I thought it was you. Like, It's not you. It's not me. Okay, someone's lying. <laughs> and then they get a divorce. What, what I do also like, though, is that this is now where we get into our Christmas movie here known as the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, yeah. He runs in, and one kid's awake. He's like, you're not Santa. He's like, yes, oh, I am. No, no, Look, I I'm hat. new and improved, I swear. He's like, liar. No, I see Santa. He's over there. And apparently we have a suicide jumper Santa on the fucking balcony of some building across the way, and he is knees deep in some whiskey. Okay, so with this Santa now being on the roof, being dangly, I truly thought he's going to fall. Clark's not going to save him. Clark has to put on the suit. And now he's going to be transported to the North Pole eventually where he's going to meet Bernard. Bernard. And then he's going to you put on the suit. You're the big guy. 
What? I had to put on this suit. Try to understand this. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Took me almost 1,000 years to perfect this recipe. Would you have sex with Judy? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> it's the ultimate question. There was a child, Taylor. She's a thousand years old, dude. <laughs> if I was an elf, sure. <laughs> Not doing it as a human. Dude. Because that looks like a child. Don't tell That me. was a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a child. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me, though. <laughs> you wouldn't, like, put some marshmallows in her cocoa, if you know what I'm saying. I hate this conversation right now. This is uncomfortable. It's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. We're on topic. We're on topic. But I did think that that's what Clark would have to do. Is that this would be kind of a, a reimagining of the Santa Claus? I kind of wish he put on the outfit. Yeah, it would have like been the, not just the hat. He just actually put on the outfit. Yeah, and save this guy because now instead what we have is Clark not wanting to spend time with Lana. Instead, he goes up on this roof now talking to drunk Santa. What are you doing, man? Yeah, he's you like you're close to the edge, man. It's like you're trying to fall off. It's like, well, it's like, all right, fuck this selfish world. Yeah, he's like, mind if I sit? It's a, it's a free whatever. You want a drink? Uh, no thanks. Can't get drunk. I'm good. Yeah, but that would have been cool if he said yeah because it wouldn't affect him. He's like, yeah, sure, right, Santa. Let me drink with you, Santa. It's like you. Why don't you sit down, man? You can always jump later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. So now we got this little, you know where this is going. This is like the troubled guy during the holidays. He needs that good talking to to get back into the spirit. And so Clark is over here. Listen. Yeah, I thought this was lame. (laughs) Listen, man, I don't want to be nosy, but I'm just, I was just wondering, Santa, if, you know, (laughs) what are you doing up here? Like, why are you drinking by yourself? I mean, why are you going to jump? You're going to do this? He's drinking his apple juice. And he's like, you call that apple juice? <laughs> Give me one good reason why I shouldn't. You can't, can you? Well, let me talk first, Santa, before you interrupt me. Have you had a good look at the world lately? It's all this take, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. Whoa, Santa. Clark's like, wow, foul mouth on you, buddy. What happened to Christmas? I and don't know. What happened? Peace on earth. <laughs> you know, goodwill to men, not women. <laughs> I'll tell you something, boy. Back in my time, it was just the whites. Now it's all this... Spirit of Christmas is dead. Now it's all this color. The women showing their ankles. Bunch of hussies. Bunch of damn good, no dirty, rotten. It is Smallville Medical. They just showed the front of it. So, Smallville Medical Center. All right. So, yeah, we're having the drunk convo, and now Clark doesn't know what to say to Santa. But now we have Dr. Scanlon coming in, and now he's still monitoring Lex at Smallville Medical. Lionel comes. He's like, oh, I have Lex immediately prepped immediately for surgery. The neurosurgeon is standing by. He's about to be airlifted. Mr. Luther, I can't condone this. Luckily, doctor, you don't have to. I have permission. Yeah. Listen to me, son. You are going to walk again. Lex is completely unconscious. I am not going to have a crippled 
And now we are going back to Lexmas where we have Lex driving the car after picking up the tree with his son. They are arriving back at their house. Their house is completely decorated. And with Lex getting out of the car, all of a sudden, Lana then comes down, and she is wondering, why is that tree so big? And Lex... You just spent our entire life savings, didn't you? And Lex... Okay, all right, Lana, so... Listen, he's like really excited. When I was young, my mother, she would always be wanting to set up a Christmas tree. And then when she passed, my my father, he said, fuck Christmas trees. Weren't allowed to have them anymore. So I I never really was able to get into the Christmas. But but today, when I saw this tree, this beautiful tree, it reminded me. It's not for for Alex. No, 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 it's not. No, no, this is my reasoning. So with this tree... I'm going to set it up because it's going to remind me of the house I used to have. And you know what? I I don't want the bleak and the loneliness. I want it to be celebrated. I want a family no matter how much it costs. Is that okay? Lex, this is what you tell me every single year. That's that's what makes it even better. (laughs) Yes, you do this every single time. So I fully expected you to buy this tree. I'm not upset. Did I mention that they belong together? It's a nice moment. They kind of belong with each other. As if they work and they balance each other out. One's poor, one's rich. (laughs) Both are evil. No, no, no. They're both poor now. (laughs) Kind of. If you were Lex, you had things to sell. Sorry, what's Lex doing now? He doesn't need to do anything. He probably has stock. I don't know. Dad took away the credit card. He can't take away the cars. Yeah, now he's playing with his son. Like, come on, muscles. I have to do this all by myself. <laughs> oh, he's becoming dead. Alex then drops the tree. He's like, I'm not going to help anymore. <laughs> and then runs off. Lex is like, God, it's so great. Hey, what's this popcorn can? Your father's secretary never does forget us. No. No, no, no this, this is a corporate gift, not something for my dad. He would never do something. I don't understand. What are you telling me? Lex. You know that Christmas is another opportunity for your father to be able to ignore you, right? Okay, I had a problem with this. And I even texted you during this moment saying, I don't agree. Lionel would cut Lex off. Lionel would show up with a million dollars worth of Christmas gifts for everybody but Lex. He would make Lex feel so small and spoil the hell out of his wife his grandchildren, in order to further throw it in his face of what you left. Mm-hmm. Lionel would be a total douchebag about this. Instead, I'm supposed to believe Lionel doesn't even want to see his grandkids? If you left Lionel, Lionel would then try to manipulate your son so he could raise it to be the person to take over then. Kind of true. I, Lionel wouldn't just give up. That's insane to me. Here's a popcorn can. He would give that to you to your face. Yeah, but see, this also shows how distorted Lex's view is of his dad. Like, but I, but that's what I mean is that I'm even confused with that. You're trying to tell me you think your dad would just let it go? This is like a Jarrell conversation from last week. You just think Jarrell would just ignore you? No. Well, it just shows how sons are idiots, huh? Kinda. Yeah. So apparently, Lionel was disappointed, cut off Lex because he turned his back on you know the family name, the company, all that. And so, Lana, Lana tells him, yes. I think getting shot was the best thing that happened to you. Coming that close to dying made you realize that 
there are much more important things in life that make you the man you are today. The man I married. Oh. And Lex is looking at her like, oh my God, I love you so much. And then they start kissing again. She's feeling his bald head. And now we are going. I first loved you when you were 14. Yeah, you were so hot freshman year. (laughs) And now we are back to the real world where we see Lex being taken away in the hospital. We are going back to Clark on the roof with Santa. Santa calls out Clark here. He's like, so you're telling me you gave up your first Christmas with the girl you love and used to spy on? Yeah, I never spied on her. You had a telescope. Uh, No, no, I wouldn't say it's spying. Doing all this to deliver gifts. Look, I wasn't the only one. You know, she gave up her plans too. I mean, someone had to do it. Otherwise, those kids wouldn't have gotten their presents. They're the ones that who really needs them. Yeah, they really need their monitos. So the two of you decided to try and play Santa Claus. No, no, just me. (laughs) They're not two. (laughs) Well, I guess I was wrong. The spirit of Christmas isn't dead after all, huh, son? You're such a good person, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> now Santa gets up. He says, I'm glad I finally believe in Christmas. Now I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're all right? I am now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he falls off the roof. Clark immediately speed runs down. Remember when we thought about, hey, why aren't we just running up a building? And he's, yep. He's running down the building. Because he would take the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> And then he catches the liquor, gets Santa, and Santa. Santa's like, what the fuck? He's like, I shouldn't have had that much to drink. Oh, ho, ho, holy cow! <laughs> Merry Christmas. Walks away. Clark is in left there standing like, he won't remember. So now deck the halls. Deck the halls with bells of holly, or whatever the fuck. I don't know, but I don't like this doctor. <laughs> Oh my god, can we just hurry up? Someone witness this. I'm about to perform a miracle. <laughs> I'm the best doctor ever. You see these hands? These hands fuck. Yeah, that's like, basically that's, what he This did. guy sucks. No wonder he's Lionel's favorite doctor. And now we go back to Lexmas. As a Lionel, I mean, Lex gets into the operating room. We open up to the Kent party. Oh, look who it is. The party's officially started. The Luthers are here. Clark answers the doors like, Lana, hello. Hey, Lex, Merry Christmas, bro. Oh, my God, I love you guys. Dude, the Luthers. The Kent house is redid. Look at the white and all this. And then now we have nothing but suits in here. Is this a gala? You know what? It's a fancy gala. I love the gala. I, I, I am so excited by the decorations that I have just witnessed. I don't want to discredit that. Hey, Joseph. Do you love John and how he looks and how he acts? Who the hell is this? No, dude. This is John Kent. 2012 John Kent. So here, here's, my, here's my question to you. Is this like how Lex envisions the perfect father to be? <laughs> This is how he envisions John to be. It so he and th- how he wants him to be. So he thinks John is this guy, and he, well, yeah, and he could be the guy that he wants this to happen. Like with, we're introduced to a new character. No, today. No, 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 no. This is John Kent, this the man not- we've always known. Lex, just the man I've been looking for. How are you doing? Lana, you look beautiful. As always. Just about due. Only a few more weeks now, Senator. Just drinking my fancy scotch right now. Yeah, he's he's always drank. 
scotch in that type of glass. Okay, dude. Are we... He has never done this. He... What are okay, you talking now about? Now he's this doing is... it. Oh, whoa, wait. John? <laughs> John is this guy? Taylor, what are we talking about? Taylor, this is like eight, nine years into the future. This is not how you would ever act. It's like, are you telling me someone can't change in that amount of time? No. Oh, my. Not John. Not Mr. No AC. Really? Really, I'm still going on that. Shout out, George. (laughs) Merry Christmas. He has normal glass for some scotch. Very cool. Everyone's here. Oh, hey. Hey, Lex. Good to see you. And then, yeah, Lex is getting all the love right now. And John yanks him away. He's like, look, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but being a state senator does have its advantages. (laughs) Like a little advance notice from the governor. Pulls out a nice little gift with a little slab. The Kansas Humanitarian Award. Bestowed by the governor and legislature of the state of Kansas upon Lex Luthor in recognition of his generosity and dedication in providing housing for the homeless. He got an award for marrying Lana. <laughs> That's exactly why I had to pause it on the award. What? And starting Thank a family. Thank you for giving our only homeless person a house. And a family. And a family. And money. And food. Kinda. <laughs> and food. Maybe, but we just spent money on the Christmas tree. We got this can of popcorn, though. Dude. This is absolutely ridiculous. But I I think this is a little much. This The award thing was a little where... Lex, are you like envisioning yourself that way? <laughs> like, what is like, this? Like, yeah, do you want this to be the case? Yeah, but like. Then again, remember his mom said that this is what you do if you make all the right choices. So, like, I don't know if it's like, oh, okay, if he just plays certain ways, like, actually just bees normally good, this is just how his life turns out. Like, he ends up finding passion for being the housing for homeless guy or. So what I thought the right decision was the entire time, and it's not even a spoiler, this is what I thought it was, is that Lex gave up the company. Yeah, like got away from the Luther hole. Yeah, that that was the right decision because then you got to be with the girl of your dreams Mm -hmm. since she was 14. But this whole humanitarian award for helping the homeless. Lana. For helping Lana. Okay. See, I just love that if it's only Lana, I'm buying it. (laughs) Everyone else, like, this is, I don't know, this is a little much, especially because if we already knew that he was ratting out Luther Corp to Chloe, why wouldn't it be something along, it it seems like it's that. Yeah. It seems like everything seems to be just tied into you leaving Luther Corp. Also, why are we not full naming it Alexander Luther, Luthor? Because John doesn't know his real name. Lex. I just know him as Lex. <laughs> Obviously, this John doesn't give a shit about your real name. Because this John is so classy with my whiskey. Okay. I Taylor. I hate this like guy. eight years in the future. God, I'm You're wanna, telling me he can't become a scotch guy. I want Lionel to whoop this guy's ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways... You know, Lex probably gave him his glass set whenever he left the mansion. Yeah, nice glasses, too. Yeah, and what are they? <laughs> Armani? Really are they Armani? God. Articulate, right? This fucking he guy. Looks articulate. Like, he knows what he's doing. 
But anyways, like, hey, Lex, just want to tell you, like, I wouldn't be any prouder if you were my own son. <laughs> Mr. Kent, Jonathan, I don't, I don't know what to say right now. This is, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know what? Let's tell everyone, shall we? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. It was kind of like a low-key thing, but now I'm going to tell everyone. Everybody grab a drink. Grab an ass. Yeah, grab a glass. Listen up here. All right. Look, okay. Now, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, I have it on Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Okay, now I kind of see it. Like, what do you mean you kind of see it? This guy sucks. So I wanted to give uh, this year's Kansas uh, Humanitarian Award to a very, very cool guy that I know is going to be given to uh, Lex Luthor. <laughs> All right, ladies, ladies, and gen- ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I give you Lex Luthor, the finest man I know. What? <laughs> Clark, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Do you even go? Are you live here? No, okay, why don't you just go home? <laughs> Fuck you, Lex! <laughs> All I know is that John wants Lex to be his son, not Clark, because, I mean, I guess the promotion at work meant nothing because he didn't get an award. Look, man, as long as you're not an alien from outer space, he wants you to be his son. I don't know, man. I, I don't think Senator the John... The only exception was with Bart, and that was just the day everyone was rejecting to hang out with him. Does Senator John have sex with strippers, yes or no? Does Senator John have sex with strippers? Yes, yeah, he having sex with strippers Definitely right not. Oh, you're out of your mind! <laughs> that guy is well known at the strip He would not do that with... Well, he has got the cold grip of Martha okay. back at home. You're right, secretary. Let's get out <laughs> to the next scene outside of the house. And Lex is just talking to his mom. He's like, I don't think I remember ever being this happy. Like, this is the best day of my life. Let's hold on to that. Thank you. Let's just hold on to that. And then we see his mom and he's like, it doesn't have to end, Lex. Every day can be this wonderful. I told you this is the life you can have. The life you can have, Lex. This is what I want, Mom. What do I have to do? You just have to make the right decision, Lex. Follow your heart, not your ambition. What decision? What what are you talking about? Lex! Hey, who who are you talking to? Clark is now outside holding his champagne glass. He is just so happy. Lex then says no one because nobody else can see his mother. You know what, Clark? Probably, just possibly myself. I really don't know anymore. I, I guess I'm just feeling contemplative about this evening. Yeah, you know, that's what the champagne is for. (laughs) Clark, you can't get drunk. You know, my life hasn't turned out all the way I planned, Clark. And yet, I've never been happier. Yeah, Lex, you have a wonderful life. And every reason to be happy, you have a beautiful wife, who I banged. Great son. (laughs) Is it mine? A baby on the way. Something I still can't quite believe, though, Clark. Me and Lana? Now, how the hell did that happen? Okay. This is... Why are we even talking about this? This is weird. He wants to rub it in. Uh, he's, he's just amazed that it actually happened, dude. Like, how mad were you that I got her? <laughs> Yo, how did that happen, man? Tell me, for real. Was it like... <laughs> Tell me, for real. How you felt about it, too. Did you cry? Yeah, what happened behind closed doors? You said it was fine to me, but I want to know what really happened. 
I mean, remember, I'm the son your father never had. She told me I was better. <laughs> Apparently, you couldn't satisfy her, Clark. <laughs> well, you became the kind of man she could love, you know? She... You mean the kind of man you've always been, Clark? Oh. Whoa. I'm trying to understand Lex. I really am. I was excited for Lexman. <laughs> now we're getting weird. This is the best day of his life. This is... <laughs> he said it. The best day of his this life. The best day of his it's life. like rubbing Clark's face <laughs> in it. This is all part of the best day. Jesus. He's like, so the man you've always been? And Clark's like, okay, kind of maybe rude. I don't know. Lex, you offer something I didn't. Honesty, probably. So what held you back, Clark, from <laughs> providing that? Why are we still <laughs> just keeps it going. Why are we still continuing <laughs> going. this? He keeps it going. He's like, I mean, I know you love her. Sorry, loved her. Like, what, what is going on here? He's like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> well, I guess I just wasn't ready, Lex. I didn't want to fill her up, you know? Maybe I never will be. But then there you go. That's our confirmation. They aren't, they aren't together, him and Chloe. Yeah. Wait, so they not? Because he said, he's like, I, maybe I just wasn't ready at the time. Maybe I never will be. So, yeah, they're so just he's friends. he's not together with Chloe. He's not with anybody. Clark, or Lex, envisions Clark lonely. And that's what his hope is. That he will be... Sends his best friend to war and takes his girl. Lonely and career-driven. The career is the war. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Lex has a weird way of thinking of people. This is a dope, dope fantasy. This is... It got weird. No, it was dope. normal, and now he shouldn't be around other people. <laughs> Apparently, he really should have just been the family guy who doesn't leave. But he says, thank you, Clark. Oh, my God, Lex, come quickly. Martha comes in panicking. We go back to present day. We are now um, suctioning, I guess, the wound. Yeah, I need more suction, nurse. <laughs> Right away. God, you guys suck. God. <laughs> We're losing him. I'll grab a cart. Come on, people. You fucking get it together. Mans is yelling. Now we're going back to Lexmas. And now we're getting a repetition exact scene from episode three, Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I was going to say yes. I said, look, Padme and Anakin. Ooga. Ooga. Yeah, we're we're back at Lexmas. We're at the hospital. Lana just delivered the baby. Say it right. We're on the ship. We're Padme the, is Padme's, giving birth. Pad, Lana Padme <laughs> is on the table. Alien doctor robot is helping deliver the baby. Oh look, beautiful baby girl. She's perfect. Oh my god. Lex is holding her, aka Anakin, and Lana's just like, wow. This is crazy. What an amazing gift, Lana. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, you know, you did a little bit when you come to me. And, and now Lana's like, hi, hi, little girl. You're so beautiful. What do they name her? Lana. <laughs> <laughs> that baby doesn't look Asian. Also not bald strikes. <laughs> it's a full head of hair. It looks like a wig, dude. All of a sudden, Lana starts passing out. And She's now like seizing up. Oh my god, she's hemorrhaging. Get out of there. You yeah. need to leave. Move. We Give me the baby. Transfusing. What's wrong? I'm no, sorry, sir. No, Lana! 
No, sir, you need to leave. Nurse, start the IV push now. Oh, type and cross for three units. Let's get her into the OR now. Uh-oh, something's happening. Lana's dying? Again, I understood Laxmas until we got to here. I, I don't understand the Clark Bernie. Well, it kind of feels like the Christmas Carol type thing, too. Remember towards the end, like, he, he sees how great... Well, sorry, he sees a shitty life in the past, but then he sees present day, how kind of good it is. And then the future, he sees, wow, this could have been great. This, been, this is a great time. Oh, wait, now it's dark as shit. This is the flip. So here's my other issue with this, because I put it in the notes after this scene happened, is Lex now not going to be satisfied with that fantasy that he was just having because he's losing the love of his life similar to his mother dying is that like the similarity they're trying to give me here but the reason why then i'm confused is so with this life then lex may in fact turn out to be exactly like lionel yeah and yeah he would and he but but this is why i hate it is so he was the family man though him and lana have the house he gave it up wouldn't he then just want to be the father to his newborn Lana, and his son Alex. I just, I didn't think he would be evil, but I don't know. I was just confused with why are we having her die? It is kind of strange, huh? I, I don't understand it. I I thought that we were going to have a fantasy where now his mother's like, this could all be yours if you make the right choices. Your wife could die. Don't you want that? Like, yeah, thanks, any, mom. Yeah, because we even get into it here. On because Lex actually is kind of saying the same thing. It's like you're telling me, like, well, first let's get to this first. And pacing in the hospital. Lex is pacing. We're still Lexmas. He's freaking out. We're in Lexmas, and the nurse comes out. Mister Luther, yeah, how is she? He's like, I'm sorry, but your wife has lost a lot of blood. We're trying to control it, but there's got to be something you can do. And she's like worried, look on her face, doubtful, very doubtful. Now we go to the mansion. I don't like this either. We go to the mansion, and Lex is here. Dad. I I need your help. I need your help, Dad. I don't doubt it. Why else would you be here Christmas Eve? Oh. (laughs) It's Lana, Dad. They started the transfusions, but but we've got to get her to a specialist. I think there's a surgeon in Metropolis at the Davis Clinic. He's a real douchebag. You know him. Lionel then looks up. <laughs> oh, Lex, what a sorry situation you've gotten yourself into. But remember, you said you didn't want this life. Uh, I, I um, don't think you understand, Dad. Um, uh, my, my wife is dying, and I need the Helijet to save her. You turned your back on me seven years ago, but now you need my help. So now you have no problem banging on the door begging me for the money in order to help her. I'm talking about Lana! I know they've had her differences, but it's my wife! She's the mother of your grandchildren who you've never met. He looks up. How could I have grandchildren? I don't have a son. (laughs) And he looks back at the computer. You bastard! Lex shuts the computer. Lionel then (laughs) looks up at him. You can save her! Lionel's still staring. Lionel. No. Lex, I don't think I will. Damn. He sits back. Don't don't you understand that every decision you made has brought you to this very moment? 
beginning the day seven years ago in the hospital when you decided to forfeit your entire fortune and your name. I told you this would happen. You gave up the race to Jonathan Kidd. He's a loser. I warned you, but you chose to give up your family. And when you made that decision, you gave up the money, you gave up the power that would have enabled you to save your wife. Damn. Wait. Wait. Look, the thing is here. Hold on. Is that why he does what he does at the end? What? You to keep to keep the power? To keep your fortune, to keep your power, to then be able to save your wife. He learned his lesson. Okay, let's this is ridiculous. Wait, but stop, stop, stop. Also, it's like Lexus definitely has some delusion about his father because his father has literally been telling him, Why are you running for Senate? state senate the past few episodes and he's over here like yeah you knew what you did when you dropped out of that race you know the race i didn't care about that you shouldn't have never been in that i wanted you to drop out from from the very start because too much power would this go to what your I head mean. his 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 image of his father is fucked up it's too fucked it's like beyond repair this is how he sees him but that's what i mean that it's ridiculous lex i is he smoking too much no so lex is just evil he's just out of his mind now Okay, that okay. I will take the out of his mind. Because the other thing that I hate too is you're trying to tell me if you came into Lionel's office saying you need to help Lana, he's not happy with a smile on his face and a drawer ready that says, okay, Lex, sign the contract that you're back. Yeah. And I'll save your wife. He would immediately do something and then hold it against Lex forever. So Lex would then have to do whatever he said. And he could go back to controlling him. Him avoiding... This is dumb. Lex, look, dude. Your dad would make an agreement. Blame Lionel. I'm not blaming... I'm not blaming MVP. You gotta blame Lionel for raising Lex to be this way. This is just weird. You're not okay these days. You're out of your mind. Yeah, he is. And so, yeah, Lionel scoffs at him. Lionel's hair looks kind of stupid here. Pathetic. Still bald. <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> Still bald, you piece of shit. Goes back on his laptop, and before Lex leaves, he says, You said you didn't want to be a Luther. You wanted to be free to live happily ever after. So go have that. Yeah. Go on then, Lex. Live happily ever after. You better get back to it. <laughs> so fucked up. And he gets back to looking at his computer. Lex is there standing crying. And now he is leaving. Where then we I are... I bet you he also thinks like, oh, my dad wouldn't want to save her because his wife couldn't be saved. So he's going to make the same thing happen to me. But then you don't... The thing is... That means that Lionel would just accept that Lex would never talk to him ever again. It, it goes back to, you really think that your father wants to disconnect you from that, like, that bad? You really think that your father would not manipulate you and are just going back to torturing you? Mm -hmm. That's a little why it's kind of crazy with this part and how he views Lionel. And also, John. Jesus. I never want to see that guy again. Dude. You mean the state senator? All right, let's get back to Star Wars. Yeah, sorry. We're Revenge of the Sith again. Lex Miss. He's like, please, Lana, don't give up. Don't leave me. And Lana's like... Padme wakes up. Coming out of her sleep. <laughs> Lex, 
How do I look? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, no, she went. <laughs> JK. No, she's like, you have to be strong, Lex. You have to be strong for Alexander. Okay? For Lily. For Lana. No. <laughs> Lily. Why Lily? It's his mother's name. Lillian? Isn't it Lex's mother's name? That's right. Yeah. Damn. That's why he did it. It's even sadder. Yeah, sad. <laughs> you mean Luke and Leia? <laughs> Lana, you're delusional right now. You lost a lot of blood. Babe, you know it's Luke and Leia. I love you. I love you, Lana. I, maybe I tell you that all the time. I don't know, but... Please listen to me. Open your eyes. I mean it. I slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> they were animals. So I slaughtered them like animals. And not just the men. But the women. And the children too. I've always loved you. I hate them. <laughs> oh, God. I love you too, Lex Luthor. Let me tell you something. If you have that conversation with someone, talking about Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. If you had that conversation with someone, and she's still about being with you, you found the one, bro. Yeah. Padme was the goat. Yeah. Throat goat, whatever she was. Yeah, you choked her, and she said, harder. (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't him. He would have done it harder. He killed younglings. Did they deserve it? <laughs> he said you killed younglings, but we can we can look past that. We can look past that. He slaughtered a hundred children. But it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We have our own now. We're crying about it, but we can we can move past it. Yeah, he found the one. That was the ride or die, bro. But yeah, Lex has found his one too. Yeah, he found his one here, and Lana's literally going in out of consciousness. Like, don't. Don't ever change, Lana. I mean, don't ever change, Lex. Just don't change. And then her hand slowly falls in flatlines. Lana is fucking dead. And it's a really touching, emotional scene. Lex is crying. He won't stop crying. And then his mother appears and says, You can have this life if you make the right choice. Like, he gets up, and he's like, what did you do to her? Why didn't you stop this? What? Why aren't you happy? I thought you were showing me a better life. This is a better life. I was, Lex. I am. This is the better life. A life where my wife dies? A life full of pain? Where I become Lionel? No, Lex. A life full of love. Love? Everyone I've ever loved has died. It's better... To have love and lost than and not love at all. Men in black, huh? Yes. Try it. <laughs> Which is kind of even more sad. I was going like, to say that. He's like, yeah, yeah, you say that, but try it. I'm literally looking at her through a satellite. <laughs> she doesn't even know I'm alive. Yeah, but who cares? Man wakes up from a, what was it? Like a 30-year-old coma? <laughs> yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's normal. Oh, you gave that tall man some flowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, you want some of this? 
<laughs> you want to get down on this? I can't track the table. <laughs> All right. But yes, now he is still screaming at his mother. It's like, everyone I've loved has ever died. It was Julian, then it was you, and now Lana's dead. So it's like, yeah, it's a good point. How is this the better life? Like, how is this the good life? I make the good decisions, and it leads me to this. Now you get to be a single parent, Lex. And I couldn't do anything to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, he couldn't do anything to stop it. And now she just keeps staring at him. We go back to present day. He is now up. He's awake. Son, son, I'm here. Uh, Papa's here. Papa's here. You're in Metropolis, Lex, at the Davis Clinic. God. Oh, it was that surgeon. That Latvik. doctor. Latvik. He is a genius. You've been shot, but you're, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right, son. Lex is now breathing heavily, and he is looking at Lionel, turns away, still cannot believe everything that he just saw. Uh, he saw his better life. That's, that's the better life. It was a good life, man. Yeah. You had a good life for seven years. And then it was taken all away from you. Where now you have two kids that you get to raise by yourself. Maybe you'll be able to find another woman. Maybe that's what his mother was hinting at. Stepmoms are always better than real moms. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I'm trying to understand where you're able to convince Lex. Choose this. What do you want, Lex? Money, power, or do you want your wife to die? Hmm. Choose the life, but you have hold kids. On, hold on, let me think real quick. <laughs> Money, power, dead wife. <laughs> Single dad. Single dad, dead wife. Widow. I'm a widow. <laughs> Which one to choose? And it's Christmas. <laughs> the options yeah it's not a good life they're overwhelming me but yeah ex- I'll flip a coin I can't decide <laughs> exactly I don't know and her even looking at the blank stare was she still trying to convince him when she's just like what are you talking about why are you upset this is love man you didn't see all you didn't you literally said you had the best day ever this is the best day of your life what changed what's the problem <laughs> this isn't cool yeah um i don't know what lillian was doing in that scene and why his whole route took because was it no i was trying to make the comparison of well was it a christmas carol but it wasn't. It was just all showing future, and the future doesn't look good. No. <laughs> so, all right, let's go to present day. Present day. At back the DP. At, back at the DP. Looks like there's a lot of gifts still there. And, what is Clark doing? And yeah. <laughs> What is he doing right now? He saved Santa, and then, yeah, I don't know. And so, Chloe's just, Chloe's just here, chilling. And all of a sudden, we hear some keys uh cackling whatever and now it's like merry christmas chloe santa oh suit gave me away huh so it's the santa we saw who was drunk as shit is now at the dp with chloe it's like i met a friend of yours tonight uh young clark kent he told me that you what you two were doing and how you were giving up your respective christmas eve i figured you could use a little help shouldn't you be you know standing on a corner with the street bell 
Yeah, with the little bell, you know. Let me give you two a hand. Take a little bit of the pressure off, all right? I am familiar with the job, you know. You know, a little snow in the nose. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that mean. Like, you're going to go sledding? Huh, Santa? You're going to hit the slopes? Why did he do that just You're going to hit the slopes, huh? Hit the Alps? So, Chloe, your friend Clark told me. You have- your friend Clark told me you got the hookup over here. And... Since I was just off a fresh whiskey bender, I thought I'd add a little spice. Listen. With some holiday cheer. <laughs> Listen. If you want to try to convince me that Chloe does cocaine, and that's why she's able to stay up and able to solve these reports. Right. You know what? I'm not going to really go against it. So Santa doing that gesture. <laughs> yeah, he really did the nose gesture. And he really looked at Chloe as like, you know, they say, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> they say, Kansas is due for its first snow. <laughs> All right. I'm done. <laughs> okay. But yes, that was weird. Because I don't know what the nose thing meant. But as they continue, he says, give me a chance. I could take these uh, presents. The worst case I'll do is I'll steal some kid's squirt gun. (laughs) Yeah, wait, what? Worst case scenario, I'll steal some of this stuff. I want some of this stuff. Come on. Come on. Chloe's now looking at him like he is crazy. But you know what? Well, we definitely could use all the help we can get. So sure, take it, random stranger who I just met. I trust you. I trust you a lot. It's Christmas. You smell like booze. (laughs) And now I just handed you a a dime bag of cocaine. (laughs) It'll be up all night. All right. I've organized the addresses from east to west. So if you just... uh, Oh. Chloe literally grabs the paper, turns around. All the gifts are gone. There's no lights in there anymore. And Santa's gone. Why do you take the lights? I don't know. (laughs) Like, that's why I thought, and I did put in the notes, is Chloe on drugs? She on that mushroom coffee? I don't know what she's on, but why would he she's take She's on the, that holiday cheer. What happened to the decorations? It's like- Well, I there's get, still white lights in there. Kind of, but it's kind of lame versus what it was. Look, dude. Santa came in there, got his Coke, and left, okay? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 baby. <laughs> Now we're back at the the, da- the the Davis Clinic or whatever, and Lex is looking at his uh, X-rays, all his like his lungs and whatnot. Lionel comes back in, is like, "Lex, you wanted to talk to me, son, son, son. I love you. I love you so much. Whatever it is, son, it can wait till you're stronger." And then Lex smiles and he's like, "You're right. I, I should, should probably, probably be resting. resting. After all, I did just undergo a life-threatening procedure." All thanks to you. Turns to Lionel, and now Lionel is like, uh, okay, I'm going to walk in now. It's and like, he, like, Beeman does a little fist. Like, like yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, I, you did. Yeah. I knew that doctor was a genius. Yeah, you, you beat it, man. You really beat it. And Lex is now looking at him like, Dr. Litvak told me the odds of survival. I had going into surgery. What was it? Apparently it was low. What do you think, like 30? Maybe. A third? You rolling the dice on a third? I don't know. Comes up one time. Mm-hmm. Pick the door one, two, or three. Three. <laughs> You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> that I had going into surgery. And he's just like, 
pretty reckless roll of the dice, don't you think? On the contrary, son. I I actually knew who I was calling. What may appear as callous was actually a smart decision, and I knew which doctor to call because have you seen his work? Amazing. But it wasn't your decision to make, was it? What? You went against the doctor's advice, not because you wanted to save me, but because you couldn't stand to have a cripple for a son. Whoa. Okay. Now Lionel gets a little close, like, you may hate me for taking the risk, but I had to, to make a choice. And you're alive. And you can walk. So yeah, I didn't want a cripple son. <laughs> By like, the way... But it's both. I know. I don't Lex, get it. you didn't want to be crippled. Shut up. Yeah, and, and what, if, what if I hadn't made it? Huh, Dad? This would be like Million Dollar Baby in that he would be biting his tongue because he wouldn't want to live anymore. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't want to live if he was crippled. I refuse to believe that. You're trying to say my dick doesn't work? Oh, damn it. I love my dick. I love Lana. She hasn't seen it yet. How am I supposed to have kids now? She hasn't seen it yet. I haven't <laughs> felt her hands on it. Like, he would be so angry if Lionel really was like, you're going to be a crippled son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like, what if I hadn't made it, Dad, huh? What if? Uh, how would you have justified your decision then, hmm? Hmm? Well, I would have said that. I don't want Lionel then tr tries to walk away and Lex grabs him. How dare you play God with my life? What? Wow. You're welcome, Lex. Yeah, that's supposed <laughs> to be like a wicked burn, but instead I'm like, dude, you should be thanking him. Like, okay, cool, thanks, I'll see you later. Good recovery session, huh? And Lionel's actually shocked by his reaction, too. Lionel's not even, like, trying to look devastated or look like a smirk on his face. Mm -hmm. He's really like, what are you... You know you can walk now, right? Yeah. Like... I did this for you as much as you think that is. That's what I mean. Is Lex on drugs? He's out of his mind, I get. But this is, are you listening to anything anybody is saying? Or are you watching their mannerisms? What are you looking at? Yeah. I don't, I just don't know if he's there. I don't know. He was really shattered. Look, they dressed up Shelby at the Kent farm. Oh, Shelby dressed up, and she's biting all the cookies. That's so adorable. And look at their little camp party. Oh, what could have been with all the suits? Why is Lionel? Oh, look. Those have to be the owners. They are, for sure. So apparently they showed the real owners of this farm in Canada. It's the old couple. It's the old couple, for sure. They're at the party, and then now Chloe's telling Clark about the story with Santa, and Clark's like, you're mean to tell me this guy really made off with all the gifts. Is Lana's outfit a little inappropriate? What? Her top, I, no sleeves. I'm sorry, man, but this is a Christmas party. And this is supposed to be family friendly. Why don't we cover up a little bit? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Chloe can show all so she So you're needs. Santa in this case where, oh, hey, don't show your ankles, you slut. <laughs> no, Chloe can show her ankles. Because I think yeah. Chloe's dressed more. <laughs> but yeah, Chloe's like, you really think I just imagined that shit all disappearing? Like, maybe Santa really is real, Clark. But, all right, so I have another problem. Not only with Lana's slutty outfit. Okay. I don't know what Martha was doing with her hair. What do you mean? Was she trying to look young again? Because I don't like the bun. Look, everybody, it's snowing. Oh, my God. 
Is that Padme? <laughs> I don't like that. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> it was like, I'm more than we trying to look 16. What's with the bun? This is a weird look. Damn, dude, you're trashing Martha right now. I was. I really was. <laughs> it's heavy snowing right now. Look, at, look the, at that. The bun is just weird. Oh, look. Look who's cold. Lana, because she doesn't have sleeves. <laughs> I know. Chloe, by the way, had like cleavage showing and everything. J- yeah. Come on now. John's over here with whiskey and his coffee, probably, or his hot cocoa. Oh, our first Christmas together, Lana. <laughs> the, the first, first of, of many. many. Yeah, right. Yeah, please. This will be like the first and only one. Goddamn liars over here. They don't even believe it. <laughs> now we're back experiencing the first snow at the Davis Clinic. And Lex is like, I thought you didn't make house calls. Griff is here. There's no lights on in this place. <laughs> Given the circumstances, I made an exception, Lex, since you got fucking shot. Oh, not to worry, Griff. We Luthers are made of pretty tough and definitely expensive material. Vera Wang. You no. sure your morphine isn't turned up too high, Lex? You sh- and it's like, not every day that one has a near-death experience. And Lex is now really going into the dark side here he really called griff though to say listen i'm never coming to see you again i was shot in your little sewer system (laughs) so i'm not gonna come and see you. that's true you're coming to me every time yeah also griff was the one that called for the ambulance right probably that's who i thought would be calling he's like i gotta get paid somehow and that's true He's like, but it's, it's true. Much like Ebenezer Scrooge, I realize that what I want more than anything... Is to kill Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> is to live happily ever after. So, that means I want power and I want money. So I'm never going to give up my Luther name. And do you know what the secret to living happily ever after is, Griff? Griff's like, um... Power. Death. <laughs> Blood <laughs> and power. He says power twice. <laughs> See, once you have those two things, you can secure everything else. The three most important things. Power, money, power. <laughs> Boom. PMP, baby. Dip, dive, duck. D- dip, <laughs> dip, dipity. And dodge, we dip, keep it that dive, way. duck, and dodge. <laughs> so what am I doing here, Lex? It's like, uh, you're going to get me every any piece of dirt on John Kent that you can find. And if you can't find it, create it. Pull the pin on the grenade, man. What? And Griff's like, all right, find it, fake it, do whatever it takes to knock John Kent. Find it, fake it, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Do whatever it takes to knock Jonathan Kent out of the race. I want to be senator. What? Okay. (laughs) All right. I want it all. And Griff's like, hell yeah. Consider it done, mate. <laughs> Why is it showing Mother Lillian in the reflection in the mirror? Why? Oh, because she's fading away. That means we didn't make the right decision. We didn't make the right decision to have the good life full of love. And we're done. Roll credits on Lex looking out the window to his first snow. Sounds great. That last 10, 15 minutes there. I didn't know where you were going. It's the holiday spirit. Like, what what was the holiday spirit? (laughs) Realizing if you make right decisions, your wife will die. Yes. If you make the wrong decisions, you conquer the world. Yes. Which one? 
Power, <laughs> money, power. That's the secret. I'm, I was a little confused with Lex, because also, now I'm kind of confused with Lillian. It, did Lillian have the power to show him any moment of his life? Because if that's the case, why don't we go back like a year before Lana Jr. came into the picture? Why couldn't we just show him and Lana being a family with Alex where we don't show your wife dying? So that way you actually think this is the great life, the right life, and the and the right choice. Mm-hmm. She said no. Like, <laughs> I'm going to show him the bad? Yo. You know how I said you could have a good life? Check it out. <laughs> Check out your wife. And uh, Revenge of the Sith came out already, right? At yeah. this point? Yeah, I'm almost positive. So they copied it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We gotta see. Revenge of the Sith, 2005. So wait, hold on. We gotta oh, wait, oh. it was 2005? Yeah. When was Attack of the Clones? 02? Yeah, Attack of the Clones was sooner than that. But this episode was released on December of 2005. Star Wars came out May 2005. Oh, okay. They had plenty of time to be able to And no, we didn't even acknowledge, too, because we talked about this. There's a time gap, because last episode was November 17th, and then we had Lexmas, which was December 1st. So they skipped. They had a Thanksgiving break. Yes. And then... Now. And then they even... We have a bigger break between now and our next episode, episode 10, Fanatic, which is airing... Which aired January 12th, 06. So we got the winter break now. So we're gonna have a little bit of a time gap, and that means the race is on, baby. Looks like a look at that picture, Jonathan Kent. I'm not s- looking at that for senator. Yeah, you know what he still doesn't look like though, Lexmas Jonathan. So at least that's eight years, bro. Eight years. He then gets Armani glasses to be able to show. That's why. Why did Lillian show him that? L- because he loves John. He wants him to be that. He had seven years, though. We couldn't choose seven other Christmases because it also seemed like that that was an annual thing that they always went to. No, nah, you got to show him the bad. Why? <laughs> <laughs> How is that going to Also, that's him? kind of a tease, though. Like, oh, yeah, you could have this life. Like, yeah, it's all fine and dandy. And then, like, but they know at the end, like, she's going to die. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be a Luther thing to do. Is to trick you into thinking that you're going to keep everything when in fact... And then Clark gets with Lois and then that doesn't work out. So then Lex steals Lois from him too. Like again, I don't even know why Lillian showed him that. Or maybe Lillian was just a figment of his imagination. Because my other point is... So like Lillian showed him all of that. (laughs) Fuck that. I'm going to have it all. Money, power, family. I could do anything. That's what he's thinking, yeah. Yeah. He's thinking he can have both. Cool. So I can still get Lana and she'll definitely live because I got money. Sorry, I got power, money, and power. You know why she didn't live? Because I didn't have the money or the power. Or the power. Now I'm going to have that and I could still get her. Because two weeks ago, Clark said she loves me. In love with me. I, Lillian. Yeah, Lillian, you dead fuck. <laughs> God, how dare you, you ghost? You idiot. Yeah, shit. What kind of stupid afterlife shit are you up to? Yeah, I'd rather have Casper's uncles than your bitch ass. Yeah, whore. You smothered your own kid. (laughs) He was an infant. 
And then you blamed it on your son. So yeah, you're gonna be the one to show me a good life. Ha <laughs> ha ha! Let me show you your good life. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen yours? Look at where you are right now. There's no way you're coming down from heaven to talk to me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Lillian's ghost is still crazy. <laughs> and this is the whole reason why yeah. she did this. I'm the villain of the story. I'm going to show my son a beautiful life of love and death. And take it all away from him. Just like I did Julian. And then she's like in the back smothering Lily, the newborn. <laughs> Lana Jr.? Yeah, Lana Jr. No, no, no. She, LJ. No, she'd be smothering Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Just have the pillow down. Just make the right choices, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lillian, you're a fucking psycho. Yeah, what? No wonder Lex is crazy. No wonder. Lex really didn't take anything to heart. He was laughing. Well, he did. He was laughing at like the niceness. Of, I mean, uh, yeah. porn? <laughs> <laughs> no platinum card? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can have a Christmas tree? <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's it. Lexmas is done. We had our holiday time. We had Merry Christmas everywhere. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Oh, wait. God bless us, everyone. Man, there were things that I really liked about this episode, which is I think Lana and Lex really are made for each other. Yeah, and that Chloe should definitely grow out her hair naturally, <laughs> not with extensions. And Clark just needs to put on glasses and John too. No, no, no. John should take off his glasses. No, no, no. He needs to give put on them the to Clark. That's what he should do. Instead, John became the ultimate douche. Yeah. And that's what Lex looks up to. He wants a dad like John. So he wants good Lionel. Yeah. He just wants Lionel. He wants his dad to have all of the influence. Be able to be everyone's favorite person because it's somebody he could look up to. Yeah. Again, Lex and Lana deserve each other. This is sociopathic. This is... Lacks delusions. Lana also believes certain things that aren't true. Like if somebody says, I have to give this baby that you found a new kidney and it can only be done by a blood parent. And you said, okay, take mine. Guess what? You are not a blood parent. <laughs> yeah. So... Lana and her delusions and Lex and his delusions together would make one big delusional household. You know what would have been great is because it's like, if you really think about it. If Clark walked in on them having sex. Both Clark and Lex's lives would be so much better if Lana was not in Smallville. And the person to blame for this is Eleanor Potter, <laughs> a.k.a. Aunt Nell, because she decided to take in an orphan she never wanted. That was her niece. Hold on. Can and I... yet, she ditched her for a piece of dick. I have to stop you. Who is more to blame, Nell or Mr. Smalls? We got to remember, she has her biological father still alive. In the same town. He never existed to her. 
That never happened. He was such a nice guy, though. Nell had custody of this child. Yeah, but she... No, Lana became emancipated. Yeah, but it's like, hey, let's move away from Smallville. Let's get away. And then you're going to make your life better, as well as the two dudes who would probably be best bros and good and smart. But if nobody knew her, how else is she going to get a roof over her head? Oh, she'll find a way. Remember, she found Adam. Adam found her. <laughs> Lionel found Adam. But Top you- 10. I can get why people were really into this episode. And in fact, I'll put it to this way. If it's Christmas time, I could definitely put this on. And be like, I feel the spirit. Honestly, here. yeah. And I wouldn't mind. I'd probably turn it off before the last 15 minutes. But it's a good 30 minutes. <laughs> no, that's when everyone just stops paying attention. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but I like some things. Things in my mind have now changed with Lana and Lex. I am here to cheer it on. I hope that it works out. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited that the two of them have found each other and we've realized the two villains need to be together. Yeah. I like where this is going. That's nice. So, yeah, we were the two nerdy idiots done with our holiday special, Lexmas. We'll be on Fanatic next week. Thank you again for listening. Leave the comments. Leave the five stars. Leave whatever. Subscribe. Like us. Talk shit to us. Five stars for five dreidels. I made you out of clay, and when you're dry and ready, oh, this was the Somebody Save Me podcast. Thank you again for this week. We'll be back next week. Ho, ho, ho.